As we celebrate our essential workers serving Zanzi today, we speak to Nwanakari Maureen Musete, who is a firefighter, and uh, she's been doing this for 14 years, and she's uh, at uh, the Rustenburg Fire Station. Uh, Maureen, or which one? What should I call you? Nwanakari. How are you doing today? I'm good, and you, Mrs. Asanda. I'm great. And also uh, with your team and the listeners. Thank, Thank you so you. much for joining us, and we, we're glad you are good. What was the long weekend like for you? Yeah, it was hectic because I'm working night shift. Yeah. So the people there were busy outside there, so we have a long weekend with them. So is it busier during long weekends when people take time to go on holiday and things like that? Yes, it was busy because there was a lot of accident in our area, a lot of fires. You know, if people are not at work, they are at home, they drinking alcohol, then after that day we find out we received a lot of call, a lot of calls, fire calls. Mm-hmm. Mm. And majority was accidents, you're saying, and, and fires? Yes. Okay, but let's talk then you in terms of how you got into this profession. Uh, take us back to 14 years ago. In 2004, I was working as a volunteer for basic ambulance assistant. So at the scene, we would meet with firefighters. That's when I fell in love with, the, with that profession. Then I continued with my studies. After I completed firefighting courses, fortunately, I got a permanent job. So it's when I became a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what's it been like? I mean, 14 years is quite a long time. From the time you started to where you are now, what have been the major, I guess, lessons for you? About the job as well as about yourself. Um, on my side, I still continued with my studies because I completed diploma of uh, in disaster management, and currently I'm busy with diploma in fire technology. So it's then I can say, for on side of your calls, I learned a lot of things because sometimes we find out some people. Uh, as a family, they involved at the accident, so it tend to be traumatized on my side. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, I was having a supporting team until I end up to adjust on this field. So I can, it's all that I can, I can say. And how do you relate now with your with your coworkers? What's that relationship like? Uh, remember, Sisi Asanda. On this field, we work as a team. You you can't do a work alone. So that's why I adjusted to work with my, my male team members. Because that time when I got started to work here, I was a female yeah. alone on this field. You I'm were the only female at the time? At the time. Now there's a lot of females. Yeah. But I because of my passion, I adjusted very fast. How do you deal with the days where you really just don't feel like being at work? How do you motivate yourself? 
to motivate myself on this field as I can say to motivate myself uh, who do you who do you do this for because there, there's always a reason that we wake up in the morning and go to work and just do whatever routine. we need hmm? you are talking about my routine work no, I'm saying there's, there's, a, there's always a reason why we get up in the morning when we don't feel like it and go to work. What is your reason? And, and maybe there's someone that you do it for or some people that you're doing this for. You know, we, we all have something that drives us to continue going even when we don't feel like it. For example, I wouldn't be up this hour if it wasn't for my two, my two kids. So they motivate me uh, for the most part, you know, so they can see their mom doing great things as well as be provided for with what they need. So what's what's yours? What's your your reason? No, actually, Nasisiyazanda, I am motivated by myself because I'm a strong woman. I'm a single parent, so I know all of my kids are looking. I have to look after them. So there is not actually. If I I share the problems with my colleagues, if there is something bothering me. It doesn't mean if I, 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 if I don't feel to go to work, I have to just live like that. I need to share my problems. So there was that kind of, of problem Support. I never experienced. So they are always supporting me. That's awesome. That's really great because you do need to have a, an outlet for this type of work. I mean, it can't be easy. So it's great that you receive yes, that from your yes. colleagues. And I'm sure you also become that pillar of strength for them also. Yes, because for being a firefighter actually is a, is a calling, actually. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I think most of you know the, the work that we've shunned the spotlight on in terms of this feature, just saying we salute what you guys are doing for the country in terms of essential, essential and frontline work is uh, a lot to do with one's calling and purpose. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it. And we are so glad yes. that you heeded the call yes. to, to... Because pay. I know, I know that uh, firefighter are, are, uh, are firefighters are, in, are dependable members of the, the community who assist in wide range of situations that you might expect. We rescue, pro, we protect property, saving lives, and all kinds of emergency we can be there to help. When you are in, I mean, you've been doing this for many years, 14 years, so obviously you know exactly what you're doing. You've gone through your training. But when you are in this profession, are there certain intervals where you need to top up your, your training? Mm, sorry, we can repeat you. Do you ever need to top up or just refurbish your tra training, for lack of a better term? I mean, you've been doing this for 14 years, so you did study, obviously, and you know what you're doing. But are there at any stage, maybe in different intervals, five-year intervals, ten-year intervals, where one needs to get more training? Yes, that's why I do. I continue with my studies. And sometimes at work, we have some other skills to lift up our, our knowledge of, of being a firefighter. Yeah. Yes. 
Your, uh, I mean, your workers, I mean, you guys get along very well at work. As you say, you are there to support each other. But do you ever hang out outside of work? Sorry? Do you ever hang out with your co-workers outside of work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes we are going outside for socializing them to build team building after work. Not talking about work, no. We just talking our own things. Yeah. Yes. You don't. I don't know if I'd be able to make that distinction. <laughs> mm. How do you make that distinction if you're with colleagues? Yes. You do. Yes, I do. Man. And then, just for you, what what do you do for fun? Mm, most of the time, I spend time with my kids. Uh, Socializing with friends, going to church, yeah, just like that. And sometimes I exercise because at the fire fire department, we must be physically fit to keep our level of physical fitness Mm -hmm. on standard. Yeah. And how how often do you work out? Sorry? How often do you work out? How many Can days a week? We are working seven seven days. You are at the, you're working out seven days a week. Yes. And, and tell us what forms part of your your workout regimen. What do you do exactly? Are you jogging? Are you at the gym lifting weights? Are you? Is it a combination of both? Yes. Typically, we do check hydrants for inspection, building inspection, or we practice. For fire drills, just basically to check the the speed of 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 when we we dress our fire gears. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Would you recommend your children do this type of work that you do? Uh, you see, as in the, <laughs> if my kids they will take their own career. Uh, I will support them, but if they will take this, if they feel so, to become a firefighter, I also support them. Mm-hmm. I will also to support them. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. that's great to know. Uh, let's uh, talk about, you know, tips then in terms of fire safety that we need to know as uh, the members of the public. We're going to keep reiterating that. Yeah, due to climate change, especially on winter season, we do always advise the we always advise um, the farmers to make fire breaks mm-hmm. so that if it happens that there is a fire outbreak, it doesn't spread to other places. It becomes contained in one place. Uh, we educate the communities to avoid illegal connection because it might tend to malfunction and burn their belongings. Uh, other thing, the community must always disconnect their appliances in the absence of electricity. Uh, and we do we always 
advise parents not to leave their children alone at their homes as they would try to cook for themselves. Mm. And that might lead to houses getting banned. And we do all, all also educate school people about at their, at, their, at their school and in large, I ask the community to avoid banning the chemical transportation as they might explode leading to disaster. So that's all I can say to you, sister. Okay, well, you know what? We are so grateful that you are doing what you are doing for the country. It's not just for your Rustenburg area, but, I mean, we all appreciate and salute you. And thank you again for making time for us this morning to chat to us here on SAFM Sound Awake. Thank you, Sister. I really appreciate for being invited. And thank you with all the team and and also the listeners. Oh, it's our pleasure. Uh, Nguanakari Maureen Masete is a firefighter as we shine the spotlight on these heroes in the country. This is part of our night shift uh, section. We'll play you a little bit of music and then come into trading topics. But here are some of your...